Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It, everyone's favorite, second favorite, or third favorite investigation into the seedy underbelly, as well as the beautifully open casket of Reddit. The beautifully open casket of Reddit? The open casket? I was hoping if I just said some cool buzzy words, you wouldn't question what it actually implied. This show, you think this show is sort of an open casket? In a way. In that we are dead. No, we're we're not in the casket, but we're uncovering things that are in an open casket. Not really much to uncover. It's just sort of a body in there. I've never seen a dead body. We've talked about this so many times. I have. I've seen two. I know, but I have never. I've never been to a place with an open casket. You've never. They don't like let you. They don't say like, oh, you can come in and look if you want. I don't think that the funerals I've been to have had an open casket. It's not an open casket. It's just like if you're a family member, you can come in and see them before they get buried. No. No, I've done that way too many times. Okay, let's dive into our first post, which is from the subreddit r slash marriage. Okay. A place for sharing the for better and for worse of marriage. Oh my God, I'm just looking at this title. Okay, yeah. This it is better be that, he's, that she sent a picture of her donkey. Better be that. Okay, the OP writes, my friend sent my husband a picture of her ass. This was all after my husband and I hosted a little 4th of July party at our house. We have a four-year-old and a seven-month-old, and we're 26 and 27. So most of our friends don't have kids slash aren't married yet. So it was family for the most part. Mm. I didn't want a lot of drinking there, but my best friend since middle school, or at least I thought she was, came. Her and one other friend were the only non-family people there. Okay. I have one other friend, friend B, who came, but she has a boyfriend and they have a son. So we click a little more nowadays than I do with friend A. Okay. So friend A and friend B had a few glasses of wine and friend A had a little too much and friend B drove her home before we all went to the fireworks show. Mm -hmm. That night at around 1230, my husband was holding our youngest daughter and then handed me his phone and just said, Uh, I don't know what to do about this. Okay. Friend A had texted my husband saying, I'm all alone and, in parentheses, my name is watching the kids, so why don't we just watch a movie or something? And then at 1245-ish, she sent a picture of her ass. (laughs) I've never felt so betrayed. I don't know what to do. I haven't spoken to her yet, and I don't even know what to say to her. I guess I just needed to vent. Okay. I thought that it was going to be something where it was, like, questionable, where it was like, oh, my God, look at this sunburn I got. And then it was just, like, a picture of the bathing suit or something, you know, like mm-hmm. how, like, you might mm-hmm. not even think about it. Um, but this is to very To be fair, if, if my friend sends John a photo of her body and didn't send it to both of us, that would yeah. be weird under any context. Yeah. That's true. But if you send it to both of us, happy to give comment, feedback. Sure. Praise. Like, good job for the husband to being like, right. uh, like immediately. I mean, what, what would you do if someone did that to John? Well, actually, the, I think the top comment nailed it, which said, if it was me, I had just sent her a screenshot of the conversation from my phone and just say, what the fuck, man? And then I ignore her and cut her off, to be honest. No friendship is worth my marriage. Absolutely. 
Well, the my, I'm saying, what do you do? Not that you stay friends with her. Or you, you're weird. I'm saying, do you screenshot it and put it on Facebook? No. Do you just send it to her? Do you sort of send it to uh, like your entire friend group from middle school? Like, what are we? <laughs> what level of revenge are we talking here? That's interesting. I think I would send it to her for sure, and then I'd probably tell my other friends what happened, but I wouldn't publicly shame her about it. Yeah, why not? Because this is where we disagree. <laughs> revenge. <laughs> we disagree on revenge. We disagree on like, like I think that sometimes being like really mean to other people, even if they deserve it, makes like kind of like a bad like and no, it just turns you into something that like I, agree. I don't really want to be. And, you know I'm the, I mean? and I'm in that place now too. I'm definitely in that place now. I'm just being. I'm just saying things for the plot. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm in a place now where I don't. I'm not doing that either because it just. It made me. I think it made me. Well, I'm letting the people that are mad at me take themselves out in the trash, because <laughs> people are like, "Okay, sorry, I saw what they posted and they look unhinged," and I'm like, "Good." You're not into revenge anymore. Not publicly. <laughs> okay. My revenge is all done behind the scenes, baby. I'm sort of little fingering from Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? I'm behind. I got my hand in all the pies. Uh huh. But it's all secret all right. now. And me saying that is even causing more mystery. That's still you focusing on bringing other people down. Don't worry. Don't worry about what I do in my private time. Okay. It's, an, it's a hobby. To bring people down? No. <laughs> to bring okay. people to where they're supposed to be. So you saying that you've now changed and you don't like to do it anymore is just like a lie. No, I'm I'm balancing the sheet behind the scenes. You know what I mean? I'm sort of like an angel of death. I'm just sort of making sure behind the scenes that the that the the battle for good and evil is balanced. Mm-hmm. And that's my burden. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Here's another fun post from uh, kind of in a similar vein, though, from uh, the subreddit Bad Roommates. Oh, did the roommate hit on the boyfriend? Well, it's entitled, My Male Roommate, who I barely speak to, asked me for sex. God, you know what? You know what? I'm going to say this, and I'm going to sound very prudish, and I'm going to sound not like myself, but this is porn's fault. Oh, you think? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, do you want to read this exchange uh, and you, Absolutely be, I you do. be the male roommate? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hello, are you okay with me watching the dog for one more week starting Wednesday? I won't be watching her again anytime soon because I'm so over it, lol. But I know she likes to bark at you for no reason. So I'll only watch her again if you're cool with it. No worries if you're not into it. It's all good. Thanks for asking. That'll cost you a drink, LOL. LOL. My next batch of Truly's <laughs> Cucumber Lime is yours. Like cry laughing emoji. LOL. As long as you drink with me. Ha ha ha. LOL. We'll have to see about that. I don't think we have similar drinking schedules. Cry laughing emoji. My drink schedule is every day. LOL. I don't know about you. LOL. Mine is definitely not. Cry laughing emoji. <laughs> That's fine, LOL. Maybe we can work out sometime, LOL. LOL, you have an extra treadmill? Uh, And then he put a question mark and then said, I don't do treadmills, cry laughing. I do a different kind of cardio, LOL. I'm good, cry laughing. I don't know how Diane would feel about all that, LOL. Touche. Want me to ask her, LOL? No, thank you. Just not interested. It's fine. I understand. Nice chat, LOL. Power fist. Okay, so here's the thing. Etymology nerd, who we're going to have on this show, just uh, did a video talking about the evolution of LOL and haha, 
where LOL Mm -hmm. no longer means laughing. It doesn't. No, it's used to denote like, don't take this seriously. Like it it stopped being an indicator of what's happening and it started being an indicator of tone. Interesting. It makes things sound less confrontational or it's used as like, think about how much they wrote LOL, but it wasn't about laughing. There's like a really great video where he talks about how it went from the evolution of that and haha being about what was actually happening to now being about mitigating awkwardness. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of cry laughing emojis. Yeah. They're, they're, they're doing it to sort of indicate like the tone of like, we're not mm-hmm. having a fight right now. Yeah. But they definitely were. <laughs> yeah. Who's Diane? I mean, well, okay. So OP then writes literally out of nowhere. What the fuck? I feel so disgusting. And like, I can't even be comfortable in my own house. He's done weird stuff before, like touch my tattoo without asking and asking me to scratch his shoulders at like 3 a.m. But I just blame that on him drinking every day. He stays in his room and loudly fucks his incredibly annoying girlfriend, Diane, all day and night. Then I asked if he's cool with me watching my friend's dog. And this was his reply. Yuck. Also, I think we figured out why that dog keeps barking at him. I was going to say. Because the dog can sense can sense that he's a bad man. Well, uh, so this is the t- sort of thing where it's like, maybe you should let Diane know. Oh, you think so? Yeah, why, it's a similar thing. Why not tell Diane? But you live with him. Like, you don't want to blow up your life. I think if you can move out, you should. I think this is like an indicator that like if you're in the financial position that you can like look for a new place, I definitely would recommend it. But if you have to stay there, I think the move is to just do nothing. Just ignore it? Well, yeah. And and like have very clear boundaries with this man where like you make sure you're like never alone with him. Just like don't let him get away with any of this this misbehaving. You look so mad. I am mad. You want to cause a fight and then the guy, this clearly kind of like a little like unhinged man, you want him to be super mad at you when you live in the same space as him? That feels dangerous to me. I'm just having really horrible flashbacks to roommates. Just having really horrible flashbacks to like how trapped you are in a roommate situation. (laughs) I know. I spent senior year of college just like in my room because I was so afraid of my roommate. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I had really good roommates. (laughs) Um, most of college, but then like, well, I was dating one of them and it did go south every few weeks, but you know, hard to break up when you're living in the same apartment. Not even as, not even as, uh, in a, as a couple in one room, we had our own rooms. No, I know you talk about all the time. Yeah. It was a terrible idea. Please. No one ever do that. (laughs) (laughs) Do not start fucking your roommate. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what she should do. I don't know what I, I would feel very paralyzed. I don't envy being a woman. Gotta say, glad I got out of there. It wasn't fun. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't fun for like gender reasons, but it also wasn't fun just like as a, as a way of life. Well, I think that's maybe also because you're trans. No, but I'm like, talking about like no, no men cat, I haven't been catcalled in or followed on the street yeah. in like a year. No, that's really cool. It's much better. Like you probably feel in danger way less now. Way less. And they say that it's, like, hard to be a trans person, you're in danger, blah, blah, blah. And, like, other people are going to come at me and be like, oh, it's just because you have male privilege now. But, like, in some ways, I really do. Hmm. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, if I'm a trans person, if someone figures out I'm a trans guy in, like, a bathroom in the middle of nowhere, yeah, I'm fucked. But, like, generally, like, walking around in L.A., people are just leaving me alone. (laughs) It's incredible. (laughs) 
Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Okay, so this next uh, this next subreddit is entitled "Deciding to Be Better," which nice. I, I wish that roommate would join. <laughs> <laughs> and this one is subject: Greg is a dick. Aww. And OP writes: Back in college, I had a friend named Greg. I use the term "friend" loosely. You'll understand in a moment. Greg had a tendency to be quote the voice of reason. But in reality, he was just a dick. Examples. Devil's advocate. Hey, Greg, I'm thinking about applying for the $5,000 scholarship tomorrow. Greg, no, you shouldn't. There's much more qualified students. Hey, Carrie asked me to come over tonight for a movie. Do you think she's into me? Greg, it's probably out of pity. The fucking person who's like, uh, tells it like it is. Fuck you. (laughs) Hey, I want to get buff. I'm going to start going to the gym more this year. Greg, No, man, you're really not the gym type. You don't have the genes either. Then one day, I decided Greg was a piece of shit, and I stopped talking to him as much. I ended up applying for the scholarship and won. I ended up talking to Carrie and started dating. I ended up going to the gym and getting big, all because I stopped talking to Greg. But you see, Greg isn't real. Greg was just my internal monologue. I named him Greg because everything he said to me came from a guy named Greg in high school. Once I replaced Greg, I started succeeding much more often. I don't know who your Greg is, but stop talking to them. Wow, I did not see that coming. Isn't that a fun twist? I did not see that coming at all. (laughs) I know I had it either when I first read it. (laughs) Wow. I think that's really smart to like name the voice, the mean voice in your head and like make them a character. I've heard of people doing that, but I've never done it. What what are you going to name yours? Oh my god, I don't know. What I, I why I thought Barbara, but I feel like that's not right. I love Barbara. Does any name like make you furious? Like how the name Rachel makes Melissa furious? <laughs> um. Well, there's been good Joshes and bad Joshes. The girl who bullied me in high school, she has a very specific name that no one else has. It's a made up name. So that's a tough one. Caitlin. Sorry to any Caitlins out there. Does it feel right to name it a, a woman's name? Oh, no. Oh, I don't know. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We just unlocked so many problems in a row. Oh, God. Uh, wow. Mm, mm. I have a hard time. Okay, what would you name yours, first of all? I will name mine Jillian. Oh, that's a good one. Because that was the name of, of a girl who bullied me in elementary school. And I think it's also fun to be like, Jillian. 
<laughs> I also know a shitty Jillian. Oh, I know two shitty Jillians. I do know a really nice Jillian, though, so now I feel kind of bad. How does she spell Jillian? You're asking me if I know how someone I went to <laughs> elementary school spelled their name. That's like asking me to like solve like a high-level mathematics problem. It's never going to happen. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's, outside, it's outside of my strengths and you're my right. abilities. Well, what about – okay. Here's my question, my big philosophical question. Okay. How do we know when it's intuition telling you the right thing or when it's a Greg? I think the tone. Right? Because is the tone critical? Is the tone like coming from a point of view that you suck and that you're and bad things will always happen to you? But what if that person's right? <laughs> so I, am I safe to assume that, that you deal with this voice a lot? Yeah, but, some, but it's hard as a bipolar person because it's like sometimes my, my, you know, Caitlin is like, you're the best fucking person in the world. Everyone else should eat shit. You're fucking amazing. <laughs> And then, and then the <laughs> same voice will be like, "You're garbage. Who's never? No one's ever loved you a day in your life." Yeah. So ha- what do I do about that? Other than stay on the meds I'm on, or or up them periodically. That's a good start. And maybe looking at the, if the voice is an extreme. If the voice has an extreme take, Ugh, one I way know. or the other. That's maybe I know. That's, that's Caitlin. What, I know that. <laughs> well, there you go. We just reinforced what you already knew. Ugh, what do I owe you? <laughs> What's the fee? I will take one iced tea. Okay, I'll get it for you at the movie. That'd be great. I'm going to read it on my an asshole, one of our classics favorites that's entitled... Am I the asshole for not giving a cupcake to a child who was not originally on the guest list? This blew me away. I haven't read this yet because Gabe sent it, but I'm going to say yes, knowing nothing else other than that you seem to be refusing a cupcake to a child. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, but here we go. I, 24 female, recently returned to my hometown after being away for college and work. My grandma often hosts potluck party where her three kids and their families can hang out. I'm a pretty good baker, and the couple of times I brought baked goods over, I got lots of compliments, especially from the kids. For the potluck we had last week, I had promised to make a cupcake for each and every kid, eight kids all under nine. The adults would get a two-pound cake to be shared. I elaborately decorated the cupcakes and made sure I made enough. I didn't have the energy to make extras. So now, now I understand the context matters, but I'm no, still waiting. No, you can't make – okay, okay, continue. I have to keep going. On the day of the party, one of my cousins brought her boyfriend and his kid, Gina, seven female, over unannounced. Gina saw the cupcakes each kid got and wanted one too. So my cousin brought her to me to ask for a cupcake. I apologized and told them that all the cupcakes were spoken for and that she was welcome to have a slice of the two-pound cake as it was the same flavor. Gina said she wanted the pretty cupcake. My cousin then said I should just give her one because she was sure at least one of the kids would not show up. Again, I refused, saying that I promised all the kids a cupcake and would feel awful if anyone had to miss out on the promised cupcake. My cousin then walked away with Gina. She was right, though, as one of our cousin's girls, Amy, eight female, was sick and couldn't come. 
However, her dad and older brother did, and the brother asked if he could take the cupcake back to Amy, and I said yes. Oh, my mm. God. This, this twists and turns. I know. My cousin and Gina were in the kitchen when I brought the cupcake inside to pack it up for Amy. When they saw me packing the cupcake, they asked about it, and I said it was for Amy, who was sick. Pictures from the party were recently posted. Many parents posted pictures of their kids with my cupcake. My cousin sent me a message telling me that Gina was really upset that Amy, who wasn't even at the party, got a cupcake while she didn't. She said I was an asshole for hurting a little girl's feelings. I think I did the right thing giving the cupcake to Amy, as I did promise her one. Still, Gina was right there at the party. Am I the asshole? Right. So this is where it's complicated. This is much more complicated than I anticipated. I know. I know. Here's the thing. I think it's up to Gina's parents to say... Hey, she only made enough for the kids that she promised. You didn't know her before today, so she didn't promise you one. Wouldn't you feel sad if someone had promised you a cupcake and then they didn't give it to you? You would feel sad, right? So how about we think about it for next time? You know what I mean? It's on the parent. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely like once she said that they were all accounted for, the cousin should have been like, like, oh, okay, why, why don't we get you a cupcake on the way home or something like that? Right. Um, I think in the in the moment, I would have caved and given her a cupcake and then made Amy another cupcake. Oh, like brought it to her later? Maybe, yeah, depending on where everybody lives. I think that sometimes in these things, the parents will be like, will will expect everyone to cater to the kid. Oftentimes the parents leave it up to someone else to parent their kid or they'll like have them you know, uh, they don't want to say no, so they'll have this other person say no, or mm. they don't want to, like, do any parenting. Like, truly, like, the answer is for the parent to go, hey, imagine if, because you're supposed to, like, create, like, empathy in the child or, like, do gentle parenting where you're, like, think about if you, think about if you went somewhere and and um someone came who wasn't expected and you had been promised a cupcake and that other person took your cupcake. You would feel pretty sad, right? So can you imagine that Amy would feel sad? So how about we have some cake, which is the same. And then on the way home, maybe we stop and get French fries. You know what I mean? Ugh, like I'd love actually parent. French fries. Like do a parenting. Well, this person wasn't their parent. It was their boyfriend. No, no, no. I'm kid, saying but... their parent should do it. No, I know. But the, yeah, so the top comments on this said... All the cupcakes were spoken for. Your cousin was essentially asking you to punish Amy for being sick by giving her cupcake to Gina instead. Right. Gina was an add-on, and as such, she was welcome to enjoy the cake, but not to steal a cupcake that was promised to and designated for someone else. Right. So this is an example of, like, how sometimes I just need someone to tell me how to feel about something. (laughs) (laughs) I think, too, like, you could have – the OP could have pulled aside the parent and been like – Look, I'm sorry about this, um, but, you know, the, these are spoken for. Like, ev- it seems like everyone was kind of being passive aggressive. Like, I think we yeah. could have just, like, I think it could have been, like, hey, this these are spoken for. I'm really sorry, but the, the you know, the cake is the same flavor, and maybe, you know, maybe you can just um, kind of work this out with your kid in some way or – you know, I can, I can promise next time to bring her one, but like, you know, I don't know, just like more direct communication between all the adults. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that like what you were alluding to, it's setting up like a bad precedent for Gina. Like someone wrote, the lesson Gina learned is that being an entitled brat when you gate crash a party is acceptable behavior. Great job, parents. Exactly. But exactly. (laughs) I know. Yeah, someone else said, not the asshole. This was definitely a parenting fail. This was an excellent opportunity to teach their kid how to manage disappointment and about accepting alternative solutions. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So we were wrong. The the OP really wasn't the asshole, despite my earlier bias and assumptions. Not an asshole, but I don't like her dude. And I think that she could have had more direct lines of communication with the other adults. I think like the adults are, are all acting like children. Well, I think that the, the cousin's acting worse than the OP though. Here's the thing. Okay. The OP goes to the cousin and goes, I'm so sorry. I only made enough cupcakes for the kids who are here, but you seem to be a kid who great gate crashed to the cousin. But from your behavior, it seems like you're a kid who shouldn't be here. Okay. That was very, that was very reminiscent of the Seinfeld episode where George (laughs) took a long time to think of a comeback and then the comeback wasn't even good. (laughs) The jerk store called. Yeah, they run out of you. That was what you just did, both with your enthusiasm and the level of comeback. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Hey, man, I only made enough for the kids, and I came here to to make cupcakes and kick ass, and I've made enough cupcakes. Again, not not strong, not clever, like (laughs) not a great comeback. Fine. So now it's time for you to play Reddit or not. Hit me with your best shot that I hope is is better than your comebacks. Okay. People who have visited every castle that exists. Okay. They've gone to every castle. Is that something you want to do? Yeah, just thinking about castles in general. (laughs) And like towers. And like how there's like all these towers that are pretty famous, but like... We don't really use them for anything anymore, but now we just visit them. Like what? Like castles that nobody lives in. But they. Oh, like- I I didn't know what you meant by towers. Oh, ta- like a tower, like um, like in um, like in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay. Like, think about how weird that is. Like, imagine if if all if in the future there's no like buildings or skyscrapers, but like we just keep all the skyscrapers up, and then people just visit them and like take pictures, but they're not actually used for anything. Yeah, that's spooky spook. Yeah, but we just leave them there because of art, question mark? Maybe. Have you ever been to Versailles? I don't think so. Where is Versailles? It's in Versailles. (laughs) (laughs) It's a country? Babe, no, it's a city in France. What do you mean? Well, that's what I'm I'm asking. Where is Versailles? I was asking what country. Okay, sorry. I'm no, I'm sorry. I mis- wow. I purposefully misunderstood. We're at what you each said. other's. We're at each other's throats. <laughs> <laughs> I purposefully misunderstood what you said to be like to be funny. Okay, so I'm not seeing anything about about like uh, someone who's been to all of the castles, but yeah. I see people that seem to really love castles. What are they saying about them? Well, this person says, for an American who loves castles and medieval and Renaissance history. What are the best places slash countries to visit in continental Europe? And they said, I've already been to the UK and Ireland and absolutely loved my time there. Looking to book a trip in continental Europe soon. What are the and then someone replied, Germany, where there are castles everywhere. 
Oh. And then someone else said that Spain was full of castles. Someone else said France. What about so, Romania? I don't know if there's anyone out there that's been to every single castle. Okay, let me Google. Has anyone visited? Who? No, they're just like the most visited castles. World's yeah. most visited castles. So you did it. You stumped, you stumped Reddit. But you didn't just stump Reddit. You stumped human experience because no one has accomplished this. No, that's not true. Somebody must have. No way. Who has visited? No, it's just like which castle is the most visited. I'm talking about who has visited the most castles. No, you said someone who's visited every castle. And I don't think that that's possible because there's probably a lot of like independently, privately owned castles still. Yeah, you're right. Wow. I guess no one, you know what? No one person can own history. That's the point. <laughs> you think you own the land you land on. The earth is just a something you can claim. But I know every rock and tree and creature has a life, has a spirit, has a name. What is that? Poganus. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you all so much for joining us. We will be back on Wednesday with a full episode of Just Between Us and back on Monday with another episode of Too Long Did Read It. And if you want to watch our facial reactions as we read these Reddit stories to each other, you can sign up to our Patreon for full videos of each Too Long Did Read It episode as well as ad-free episodes of every single podcast we do. That's for only $3 a month at patreon.com slash justbetweenus. Also, sorry I'm not looking up a lot in this episode. I was doodling, and also I was having a small autistic meltdown where I couldn't look at eyeballs, so I apologize. That's okay. <laughs> Tata tot. Bye. Just Between Us is a Gallison production, hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond M. Print Productions. Edited by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. Join our Patreon to watch full episodes and listen ad-free. The link is in the description. And make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Discord, and Reddit. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.